Protect your online privacy today at expressvpn.com slash inside. Hey everybody, welcome to Inside Gaming Daily for Thursday. It's a special Thursday, we got a special guest with us here, Cameron Hawkins. How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm great to be here. <laughs> great good, to be good. Here. Today we've got yet another story about racism. Uh, the thing mm. that's everywhere, nobody <laughs> likes to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Issues of racial injustice have come to the forefront again in the wake of last week's death of George Floyd at the hands of police in Minnesota. In response, we've seen protests break out all over the country. Uh, even across the world, to be It's actually honest. been really cool to see. Worldwide unity has been awesome. Um, and now we've seen video game companies get involved too in a way that they never have before. I'm suspicious of some of them. I think some of them yeah. are just kind of saying nonsense and not really trying to do anything. But some of them seem to have like issued actual actionable plans or are donating millions of dollars. You know, they're, they're making donations to various charities and social justice causes. And now some are taking a long look at racist behavior by players. Of course, racism has been an issue in video games forever, especially in online multiplayer games where racist screen names and chats filled with slurs are commonplace. I am a, I know about that a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's yep. a nightmare. But in the, in the past, the industry hasn't acted quickly to solve this problem. And a lot of times people seem to it off as just an unavoidable reality of gaming. Yeah, it really is just like yeah, yeah that's just that's just it's, it's that's just what happens. Pockets. You know, it's, it's like so funny oh, that that's just gamers. Yeah. This. <laughs> that's how like that's how I don't know. That's how I like deal with it's racism. A, is I laugh about it. I don't know. It's just yeah. like how, how you put yourself so low on the bar of just disrespect. It, I don't know, but that's yeah. just how, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, it is completely insane, and also like we said, like just kind of a given about video games that we've accepted for a really long time. You're gonna get homophobic slurs, you're gonna get racist slurs, you're gonna get gendered related slurs. And we're all just like, yeah, that's video games. <laughs> Woo! But now we're seeing the developer of one of the biggest games say they're going to crack down on racism in their game. We're talking about Infinity Ward, uh, publisher of the recent Call of Duty Modern Warfare reboot, as well as its battle royale mode, Warzone. Mm. Which is very good. Yeah, God. I like Warzone. I, I play Warzone quite a bit. How are you doing that Gulag? Uh, the Gulag is the part I wish that wasn't a part of the game. I just wish if you died, you're gone. Yeah. Like, you know, if, you're, if your teammate can buy you back in, sure, but I wish that you could just you're out and and just to make the games go by faster there that's like one of my main issues with it i but. am interested to see how they change it because a lot of people really don't like it i on the other hand love it because it's the only part of that game i'm ever successful at <laughs> but that's besides <laughs> you should just play gunfight <laughs> yeah i really should like for some reason i'm great at the gulag i don't know why everything else i'm I, in there I, a lot i also I, I also like the gulag but it, there's nothing more disheartening than getting just like three awesome headshots in a row and you're just like pa, pa, pa. and then it's just you see them drop back into the exact same building and pick up their loot like a minute later Later. Anyways, yesterday Infinity Ward tweeted they were taking a number of steps to combat racism in the game, saying there is no place for racist content in our game. <laughs> starting today. Starting, starting, yeah, like, yeah. starting so right starting now. now. Yeah, just like the SpongeBob narrator, like 20 years later. And it's like, yeah, yeah. There's no place for con racist content in our yes. game now. It's like, oh, this we, is we, the line here. Yeah. But uh, since then, they added that this is an effort we began with launch and we need to do a better job. We're issuing thousands of daily bans of racist and hate oriented names but we know we have to do more and we are all right i'll believe it when i see it exactly they really do need to do a better job some of the top replies to that tweet are screenshots of racist and blatantly offensive usernames that the developer has let slide i always knew they were there but seeing these screenshots is just like <laughs> 
I just don't know how someone sees that. And surely they get tweets about it over and over and over again, and they don't have the thought of like, could okay, do something about but, this. But you act like computers have the this like intelligence to you know see a three and think that it's an E. But like to a computer, that's a three. So like, actually, really complicated. Yeah, come on. I, should have I mean, regardless, they are finally taking some steps. Infinity Ward said they're adding more resources to monitor and identify racist content, as well as adding more in-game reporting systems to quote increase the number of bans. Yeah. They're also adding filters and more restrictions on name changes, looking at various fixes to make it easier to report offenses, and doing more permabans to get rid of the worst offenders. They finished up by apologizing to players. Uh, Finally. Alright, 20 They're banning yeah. racists. Yeah. <laughs> campers in that order. So what prompted all this, you might ask? Hmm? Well, like we said, obviously the nationwide protests, worldwide protests at that, uh, once again brought issues of racial injustice to the forefront, and you know, it's not like racism in video games is just something that popped up overnight. Mm. It's my understanding that racism has been there for a hot minute in video games. A hot minute, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. It honestly sounds like Infinity Ward has just dragged their feet on this issue for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week yeah. in the Modern Warfare subreddit, like even happening this week, uh, Reddit user Chetsky posted a search history of players with the N-word in their usernames. There are so many of them. You're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and <sighs> just why? Why are you like this? They've got nothing to better better to do, I guess. It's, it's just <sighs> very questionable. But The post was titled, Come on Infinity Ward, do your part and it is worth wondering, seriously, just what were they doing before they made this announcement? Because it doesn't seem like much. They were making Infinite Warfare, so yes, you're right, not much. <laughs> but it's not just Infinity Ward that has let toxic players turn their game into a cesspool. We did a video earlier this year about Blizzard's complete failure to moderate racist chat in StarCraft 2. Before we talk about that, let's talk about another complete failure. <laughs> just kidding, you're doing great, buddy, but uh, if you need a little help in bed, you know, in your, in your pants, you know, and like your little penis, Penis? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, thanks Blue Chew for sponsoring today's episode. This episode of Inside Gaming is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Sex. <laughs> Great sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. L listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, uh, like the color blue, of course. Uh, Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed pharmacists, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, and you don't have to leave the house. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code InsideGaming. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code InsideGaming to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the show. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make the show possible. So please be sure to use our promo code InsideGaming at BlueChew.com. Thank you, Blue Chew. So how did Blizzard the bed on racist moderation. While they have been praised for implementing a system in Overwatch to handle toxic behavior, that hasn't been the case with other games. Yeah, we found that they've allowed StarCraft 2 to become overrun by the worst elements, and instead of putting in new systems, Blizzard told us that it's up to players, not them, to do something about it, which I guess is sort of correct, but also 
Is that really the person you want to be? I think it's part yeah. of the strategy. We can help, like you can tell people do better, but if you have something that can like immediately fix it, then fix it. Which apparently you do in Overwatch in another <laughs> yeah. game you make. Yeah. All of these things could come together to make a good strategy, but you can't just mm -hmm. be like, uh, you deal with it. So anyways, we reached out to them for comment. They kept referring us to in-game reporting systems that couldn't point to anything that we were doing proactively to combat toxicity. So first-hand experience here of just how shitty a fix that is. So while we've seen a lot of gaming companies publicly voice support for groups like Black Lives Matter, their actions do not always match their words. Except yeah. for Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, gear ice cream from Ben and Jerry's, you know? Ben and I'm Jerry's, Brett's, Nickelodeon. It's already the best anyway. Yeah, Nickelodeon, yeah. are you kidding me? That was like, crazy. I was like, go off. And then you that have so Disney. Cool. And if you're a cynical person, you might suggest the companies don't want to permanently get rid of racists because they don't want to lose their business, like we've been talking about. If you really want to clean up racist chat and offensive usernames as an easy solution, one strike and you're out forever. Just IP ban them. But nobody is suggesting that we take that step. You know, I, I, I guess that there would be probably riots for that too. You can't take away my call of duty. Your username has the N-word in it. You should get banned and you're gone. Like there's, there's no excuse for that for sure. Like if I'm like, ooh. How does any person who has had that use as a slur against them feel when they see that? Like to have to play something and just be that aggressively unwelcome all the time. And the company's like, mm, bummer. You just, you're just ignoring every single black person who plays that game. It's insane. It's insane that we've let this happen. Yeah, but it's also a question of how many resources, AKA money, developers are willing to commit to tackling this issue. Because another solution would be to hire people, not algorithms, to monitor chat rooms and usernames. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Hang on. Oh, <laughs> how on. dare you? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that just Come makes on. complete sense. Unfortunately, that costs money and would eat into profits. Mm, sweet, sweet mm, profits, man. Yeah, then again, things change over time and we're seeing less and less of a tolerance for companies who turn a blind eye to racism. So, you know, it feels like Infinity Ward has a bit of a guilty conscience about this issue. Uh, I wonder why. Uh, as you can tell by the way, they apologize repeatedly in their Twitter post. Honestly, I hope they actually feel a little bit bad. Uh, this is also just a reminder that fighting racism and toxicity can require developers to get more aggressive than just putting in some filters. And it's something that devs have had to deal with seemingly forever. The director of Overwatch, Jeff Kaplan, said back in 2017 that the development of new features and maps for the game had to be constantly, continually being pushed back in order to make people behave better. He said that the games community needed to take a deep look inward, adding that the bad behavior is not just ruining the experience for one another, but the bad behavior is also making the game progress in terms of development at a much slower rate. But Nuts. We're actually yeah. slowing down the development of video games by being jerks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but some game companies have gotten more aggressive than others about dealing with the issue. A few years ago, Ubisoft announced that it was cracking down on to toxic and racist chat in Rainbow Six Siege. They implemented an upgraded system for banning players who use racial and homophobic slurs of hate speech in the game. The bans range from two days to permanent. I wonder what two days is versus permanent. <laughs> well, I don't you're understand two days what that or means. You're banned forever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious as to like what is the criteria right. to be like. You're only banned for two days to forever. I would guess it's repeat offenses. That seems... Oh, like maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but it's like great that they're actually doing something about it uh, yeah. and have without, you know, it being uh, a forefront or a trend. I appreciate that. Um, they also said that they were going to track the frequency that individual players use such language. Oh, okay. We just answered this next sentence. Answers it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
We're all dumb. As we were just speculating on, uh, they did say that they were tracking the frequency that individual players use such language and, quote, apply the appropriate ban on a case-by-case basis. Mm. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, at the end of the day, people are going to be dicks on the internet because, unlike in real life, someone can't punch you in the face when you say something racist. Uh, yet. We're working on that technology. It's not here yet, but it's, it's smell-o-vision. Uh, reaching through your webcam and just giving someone a quick one-two bonk. All, all possibilities in the future, yeah. But hopefully, companies like Infinity Ward will follow through on their vows and do better. I wanted to tell you guys, I brought this up before we were recording, that I have become a racist hunter in Sea of Thieves. And it is fantastic, and I highly recommend it as a different way to play multiplayer games. So that game generally has a very hostile, but pretty good community. Occasionally, uh, the only kind of discrimination that I found in that game will be a lot of racial slurs, which sucks that that's the go-to, but that's the reality of it. So we will take screenshots and get details, and my whole pirate squad, everyone works in the games industry or in games media, and then just send them literally directly to Rare. Like, we're not like issuing it in a Sea of Thieves forum, we're literally just directly, I'm like, <laughs> hello, Craig Duncan, head of Rare. <laughs> Can you please ban these racists? It's so cool that you're able to do that. Just like, hey. They take it really seriously too. Well, and in the past, you've just sent emails every day at saying put banjo in smash right yeah well until they did i guess but oh, now we need sora in smash <laughs> yeah sora in smash we confirmed <laughs> all right kingdom hearts fan yes. all right uh but we have been having our guests this week take the floor to talk about anything that they want to is there anything in particular you would like to talk about cameron could be yeah, whatever and, I, and i'd like to start this with a question how many compelling black video game characters can you think of at least two and Barrett? are those two? Oh, okay, I was gonna say I was like, are those two Clementine and Lee? Because <laughs> that, those are good. But yeah, those are um, very good choices. Yeah. Yeah. So so like, I would say like the first really compelling black video game character, based off my knowledge, is Barrett from Final Fantasy VII, despite the stereotype and characteristics that he has. And then next we got like Clementine and Lee, and then Zad from Final Fantasy XIII, which is a good game by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it from last generation. And then this generation, we got Clementine again, AJ from The Walking Dead, and Barrett from Final Fantasy VII Remake. What do you <laughs> mean like, you don't count Coltrane and Giz War as a good representation of black people? <laughs> I actually love, hold on, here's the thing, despite the stereotypes, I love Coltrane. He's, he <laughs> he's, is, he's fun. He's very fun to be around. He's super fun. But then so like, I look at all these like PlayStation exclusives, for example, because since the PS3 era, there's been just, you know, it's all been about exclusives for PlayStation and like all of their characters are like, are white or just, you know, or not a minority. And it's just like, and I'm not saying that I want to blackify these characters. Like that's not what I'm saying, but I'm thinking that moving forward, like I hope that more AAA studios that have big budget games can create characters that main specifically main characters that are black and uh things like that because and i and i'm curious as to like why this isn't a thing already and i like and some of my theories are to like there's not enough black video game writers for narratives in video games or uh people in like lead positions like the next coming triple a title i can think of that has a black main character is Deathloop that is directed by uh, Dinga Bakaba who is seemingly black, you know? So I don't know for sure. I didn't get a confirmation on it. So I, I couldn't find it anywhere. I was just like, is he black? I don't want to mis um, <laughs> misidentify him. <laughs> so I, um, 
I also just want to just bring the reality that we just want to be seen. We don't like, I know, I, I feel like that some developers might be like worried that they might get it wrong or anyway. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, you don't, you like, if you can implement black culture into those characters, into their backgrounds, like, please do it. But like, you don't have to. Like, we just want to be like these PS4 exclusive characters. Like, you could have literally made any of them black and it would be awesome. You know, that's, that's good enough. Um, can I ask and, a question, Cameron? I don't want to yeah. put you on the spot, but yeah. for anyone who doesn't understand, uh, which hopefully is not much of our audience, um, why do you feel like representation is important? Like, people could be like, why do we need that? Uh, what does it mean to you? Um, I just think that it's important because... I, I think it's important because we just... You know, I'm like, we're all our own people. And, you know, for me, it's just like, as a, you know, as a black gamer, I'm not really into sports games. And that's like the only game where you ever see like a sport, like a black person mm -hmm. on like a cover of a video game for the most part. Like we don't, you don't see that very often, hardly ever. So like for these consumers that aren't uh, like into the news, like we are, they, you know, they just go to the store and they just see whatever games and they see the covers. And in this case, you know, in this case, we like, I want to see a future where black kids, young black kids can go to the store and they can see a, you know, big party title, whether it be an exclusive or a major third party. And they see a black character on the cover and just be like, awesome. Like good. It's good to see that. I'm welcome here. Yeah, exactly. And wanted. Cause you know, the, the, and, and there were examples of that this generation. There was like, you know, Nadine and Lost Legacy and like Lincoln and Marcus, uh, Lincoln and Mafia 3, Marcus and Watch Dogs 2. But I didn't really find those characters really really that compelling um so like i think we're we're getting there but i think that there we can still do more and this isn't just directly at developers because i know that there are obviously black video game de developers as well and they they also need to like hone their craft more and like you know and get to that place where they can create these big major titles to eventually make these main black characters so that's i'm in complete agreement yeah. I remember the, the cover of uh, Prototype 2. Uh, main character of that game is black, the protagonist is black, mm -hmm. and, and technically the bad guy of that game is Alex Mercer, who was the protagonist of the first game. Yeah, Proto yeah Prototype 2, yeah, I played and that. And he yeah. is on the cover, and I like that character, um, mm -hmm. but apparently the studio, when they were making that game, which I think it was Activision published, were originally going to have still Alex Mercer on the cover, even though he wasn't the protagonist because they wow. were like well but people recognize him it's like y you can't <laughs> you cannot have a white guy as still the cover of the game where a black guy is the protagonist so thankfully and they he's, the villain. he's and the he's villain. the villain yeah but, but yeah and so uh and i also want to say like if you are looking for characters with compelling uh black characters uh please please play the walking dead the final season it was really underplayed last year like because the studio went under and by the time everything got sorted back out um you know, people forgot about it, but it was my game of the year last year. Um, it is arguably equal, equal, or if not better than the first season, in my opinion. Um, so please, please give that a, a play. It definitely is worth your time. Um, Cameron, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at uh, Twitter uh, at the Cinephile Guy and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Cinephile Guy. And then uh, I write for DualShockers.com. You can follow DualShockers at DualShockers on Twitter and DualShockers.com. Thank it's you so good much. Good brand synergy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>